the final episode of the Commonwealth Games series, of course, on your Sports Memo podcast. It's been a journey that began on the 28th of July 2022, ended on the 8th of August 14, Nigeria, at the Commonwealth Games. It was their best ever outing, talking about the Hall of Gold medals. And this will be the final episode on this Commonwealth Series journey. It has been a pleasure, of course, uh, doing all the talking so far. But then, wrapping up today, we're going to be talking about aesthetics. We're going to be talking about how the team fed also interested and also general recommendations in Nigeria, which is always the major talking point as this uh, Concerning every uh, single episode of the Commonwealth series, my name is Mary Akinshala. Welcome to the pod. Well, today I will be having with me together to talk about all of this. First, Zayo Oluwokiri uh, joins us all the way from Abuja. Zayo, good morning. Welcome to the pod. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, everyone. It's a pleasure to be back here again. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. Also, we've got Blessing for Wawet joining us from Ipadon. Hi, Blessing. Welcome to the show. Uh, yes, good morning. It's a cold morning here in Ipadon. I mean, we're not talking about all the heat waves, but here yeah, it's quite cold. Yeah, and, um, I'm not going to be on the board again. <laughs> I have to well, say that one in. <laughs> We're also glad, of course, to have you uh, on the pod this morning. Well, joining us just in the nick of time also is Atina So but I think she, she probably needs time to uh, put herself together or bring her, uh, of course, with us moving forward. Uh, guys, let's go straight into the conversation. The Commonwealth Games is over. Aesthetics came to be where our strong point was at the end of the day because we uh, saw uh, a resurgence that we haven't witnessed in a long time. And the key for so many people now is how to use this momentum moving forward. For the 2023 World Aesthetics Championships, of course, the qualifiers have started. People are talking about it. But then how do we use this momentum to move forward uh, in all ramifications in aesthetics uh, for Team Nigeria? Blessing, let me start with you on this one. Well, you started off by saying that we saw a resurgence in athletics. And to be very sincere, I'm quite wary of using the word resurgence because just a week earlier, before the start of the Commonwealth Games, we were at the World Athletics Championship and we saw how disastrous of an outing, of an outing that was for us, except for, of course, it's a woman who won a medal, except for Tobelova Muson who won a medal. Athletics at the World Athletics Championship was, was, I mean, our performance at that at the World Athletics Championship was, was nothing to write them about. I mean, by all standards, in my opinion, the ones who made it to semi-finals didn't make it to the finals. Uh, some even didn't even get to make the train to the World Athletics Championship in the first place uh, due to quote and unquote what they call nepotism. I mean, I'm not in the mix of things, and I can't actually say maybe that, that's what happened or not. But many of them alleged that they were dropped in favor in favor of someone else, or maybe the Ministry and the DFN were trying to um, uh, trying to spend uh, reduce their next spend and whatever the case might be and, and they decided to choose okay these are the certain aspects that will be going so I think on the strength of what happened a week apart before the start of the Commonwealth Games before the athletic event started at the Commonwealth Games I'm a bit wary of using the word resurgence because honestly I I do not know whether I should call it resurgence because. With the Commonwealth Games athletics, we've always known to do very well at the Commonwealth Games. We've always known to perform well. I mean, also helped by the fact that the Paralympians also, you know, they also they have a huge medal turnout at this kind of event. So I look back at 
the World Athletics Championship and I look back at Atletico and I come out with and I ask myself, what was the difference? How? What? What? what why, why was it that a week earlier we didn't do so well, and then just a week after, I mean, Chadia, uh, the Chichemo Yokori was winning the medal, uh, you know, in, in the discourse event, and then we had, you know, uh, they actually two made the finals of their different events. So I'm very wary of using the word discourse, but. I've always asked myself, I've always wondered, why is it that when it comes to Commonwealth Games, we tend to do well than when we get to be at the World Athletic Championship? Yeah. At what point do we get to speak? I always ask myself that question. And honestly, I, 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 maybe, I, maybe if I have to do a further research, maybe I, I can find answers to that <laughs> question. But for me, I'll be very wary of using the word insurgent here. Honestly, a blessing. It's it's fine to be cautious about you know using words like resurgence at this point in time when you look at the aesthetics scene in Nigeria. Uh, but we just always have to uh, just say things that would make the team uh, look in a positive light and also try to. Uh, help them put uh, morale together, of course, moving forward uh, when it comes to the, the aesthetics in, in the country. But then, talking about how this team performed at the World Aesthetics Championships and how they performed at the Commonwealth Games, we saw some things that looked different. Uh, we saw uh, names that come in who, who who finally looked like they could understand what they were doing, who finally looked like they could put things together. And then, at the end of the day, uh, of course, uh, especially when it came to the women's, uh, the women's 100 meters relay, when it came to the men's 100 meters relay, uh, we, 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 the question is, do we, does it look like Nigeria has a team in, in the relays, the 100 meter relays that can finally go the distance and probably, you know, do something, uh, spectacular? Moving forward to the meets we've got coming up, and also to the Olympics in 2024. Uh, Pasayo, what do you think? Okay, hello, Miriam. Yeah, uh, let me let me come with this. Uh, like I said one time on the podcast, where we had um, uh, the breakdown of how the Athletics Federation of Nigeria find a structure to themselves. Um, what they've been able to do is that um, they find a base of athletes who are from the um, elites, then the middle class, and the ones they know that okay, these ones are upcoming. And um, at the beginning of their campaign or their process in their board, uh, there was this issue of their former uh, former AFM boss. They're talking about Solomon Ogba trying to infuse some athletes uh, into the AFM to say, and this one is in US, she's doing well. And by the time the technical director uh, look at their performance, they discover that even the ones back here in Nigeria are even doing far better in there than those uh, the man was trying to bring on board to put into the list. You know, this database um, issues, uh, someone trying to dominate and says, hey, guys, I've been there before and you must take my orders because of the ending, um, I don't want to say um, money exchanging and or whatever, uh, because he says they are Nigerians. Go to our sport. Uh, you have Nigerians in even in Albania. And then you see them, somebody will just come nowhere as a player in Abina is fit for Nigerian football. But no, what the AFN has been trying to do with the technical director, the general secretary and the other board members is that come, we need to prepare for the future. We don't just want somebody that will just come and wear the the, um, Nigerian uh, green, white, green of our country. And in one year, he has faded off. So with this current system, we've known where we are. Going to the World Athletics Championship, we did badly, but... We, by, before the calculation, they've looked at who and who will be able to make the trip. And from Abuja, I saw some of the athletes there where they were camping. 
And I knew that if they can organize this system perfectly, we can go down to the Commonwealth Games and we'll pick medals. So I'm sure that if they continue in this state, by 2004 Olympics, something different will happen in the world of athletics for Nigeria because the preparation is there, the right set of people handling the federations are on board. And that alone is the key factor. When you put a square peg in a square in a square hole, it gives you a better a better result. Not like before where we saw it being shambolic, but at the end of it all, we we'll see that the process that this set of administrators have put in place paid off good time, paid off generally, and we saw the results at the Commonwealth Games. I think that's pretty interesting to me because you're talking about uh, somebody coming in from another country, probably wasn't raised in Nigeria, born to Nigerian parents, and then saying they want to wear the uh, green white green of Nigeria. Now, this is a very dicey topic. It has been a dicey topic for a long time, even in Nigerian football, which is where all of the focus is. Uh, Nigerians or who are in diaspora decide to say, okay, this morning we want to want to race for Nigeria, we want to, you know, run for Nigeria, play for Nigeria and things like that. We cannot disenfranchise them. Uh, but then trying to integrate them into the Nigerian uh, space now is a different case entirely. And we would always have like different sides uh, to it. If 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 if, if we are bringing what what should we call the justification or what should we call um the the, the, the boundaries. I'm trying to look for the right word here. If we are bringing yeah. a Nigerian from somewhere, if we are bringing a Nigerian from the diaspora, someone who wasn't raised in Nigeria, basically, and we're not trying to disenfranchise them, want them to play for Nigeria, want them to run for Nigeria, should there be some set standards that we have in place to make sure that this person is the right person, this person is the one who comes in, does the job, and, you know, uh, does the job we want them to do, basically. It's not like they're just going to use Nigeria as some sort of placeholder, or we're just going because, well, we need a country to, you know, put a, whose name we can put on our back, so let's use Nigeria. Um, Asunika, what do you think? Um, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, everybody. Well, I don't think it's more of a standard. I think because for you to come and say you want to support Nigeria, um, no offense to the athletes, it's two things. Um, one, the love you have for the country. Then two, maybe you are not good enough for the country in which we are staying. For you to come back home and say you want to represent Nigeria. So you coming in, you know, it does not mean you get to be the main person, but with Nigerians, you're always all about, oh, for someone to come and support, uh, to come and represent us from this country, the person has to be very good. And we've seen a lot of them come and fault us. I think of this sense, there's not really been any standard. It's just about you coming in, proving yourself, and you are, if you are good enough to represent Nigeria on the international stage, you get your chance. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's really interesting. Blessed. Um, let me ask you. Do you do you think uh, okay? Bessie wants to react already. <laughs> yes, I mean I, I I was going to react to what the fire and Tunuka have said just before you called me on. First thing first, a a a player or an athlete who is born to a Nigerian outside Nigeria is first a Nigerian. They could have dual citizenship. They have the Nigerian blood in them. You cannot deny them the right of being Nigerian. That is number one. Number two. Getting to compete for Nigeria. Like Nika said, I agree with the part where she said it's two things. Either you are not good enough to compete at the, uh, in the country where you were born, and then you decide, you know what, let me just go back to Nigeria. It's either that. Or maybe you are really good, so, so good that 
no one can ignore you. Maybe. I'll look at the example of a Chemo Yekuri here. Chemo Yekuri, of course, wasn't, uh, she wasn't raised here. I, I'm not sure she was born in Nigeria. I mean, whatever it is that she achieved in this country was outside the shores of Nigeria. So I ask, can you mention two Nigerians who are good at this course? Or better than Chemo Yekuri at this course? At the moment. Just two. If you, if you can't even mention two, just give me one name, for instance. Another example is Shadiola Toye with short foot. Can you mention one Nigerian who is better than Shabiola in short foot at the moment, or who is also into short foot, or who 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 has made the qualification mark of this major event time and time again that they can't go to this major event? So I would I'm not, I'm not I wouldn't love for us to deny certain people their their rights or say maybe because they are not good enough to compete for the country they were born in. That's why they came back because if you don't have someone who is as good as them for that role in the first place, they are the best you have. So why don't you take them? That's 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 how I see this particular discussion about you know someone being born outside Nigeria, not being good enough for for the US, for instance. Again, you cannot take away the impact that the United States has in our athletics. Because I was talking about how the president of Nigeria was doing this, was doing that, was doing this, was doing that. I'm telling you, our reliance in athletics now is on those athletes who are in the schools in the United States. I asked the people a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to ask again, what? Can we say is the what can we say is the is the is the Nigerian athletic dream or the Nigerian or the plan Nigerian, the plan of the AF and the Nigerian athletic plan? Hmm. Because if you ask many of these athletes themselves, they tell you okay, maybe I want to be at the national sports but I get noticed, you know, and then maybe one scout somewhere you you get picked by maybe by stroke of luck, quote unquote, you get picked. You are the other twenty uh, world championships. There are scouts from schools who are watching you. And then they approach you and give you a scholarship. Come and run our school. If you ask many of these athletes, that is what many of them are hoping for. Many that's many of them are, are looking for. Because why? They get exposure when they get outside the shores of Nigeria. Are you saying that that kind of exposure is available for athletes who are based here? How many competitions did they, did they have? How many competitions did they get? I know how MOC has been organizing meets here and there for these athletes to compete in. Just for them to know that, okay, I am not outside Nigeria, but I can say that I have this 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 little competition experience under my belt. So I keep saying, so what exactly is the plan of athletics in Nigeria? Because do you hope that after sports festival, after the Bachelor of Law, they get to the 20 championship, a school notice them, they get scholarship, they go outside, they start doing very well, and then you bring them back. Is that is that our plan for development? Hmm. <clears throat> Honestly, that's that's that, that when I look at those situations, those are the things that come to my mind and I'm asking myself, what exactly is our plan? That's that's Good question. What exactly is the plan of the Athletics Federation of Nigeria? Is it just to wait for schools in the U.S.? Is it to, uh, you know, find these people for themselves? Busaya uh, has a response. Of course, go on, Busaya. Busaya, uh, you have the floor. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm back. Now, what, what I'm trying to say is, you can't say um, you have somebody who is running a 10.1 seconds or 10.19 seconds or 10.20 seconds in U.S., when you have somebody that is running a 9, 9.9, 9.5 seconds here in Nigeria, for example, or let me say in the women's category, you have somebody who's doing a 12 in the US, and you have somebody who is doing a 10 in Nigeria, and you put them on the same map. That's what the Federation is trying to say. Because, for example, let me just divert to football alone. If you heard when Petero came up on his first interview, he said he knows about 
the player statues and um, the minutes they run, the performance on the pitch of play, uh, off the ball, on the ball. Those are the first things they've been to check. I'm not saying that going to run outside Nigeria, you're in Nigeria running in the United States, you are not qualified to run for Nigeria. No. But you cannot be running 10, 12 point something seconds in the 100 meter when a Nigerian who is here in the back of is running a 10.5 seconds to claim 100 meter sprint. We have specific names for this because I am trying to think about it off my head. Someone who yeah. runs better time, and I have not been able to come with come up with any so far. Uh, you know, well, uh, that, that's why we have the meat. I might not be able to give you one or two names here in Nigeria. Uh, for some of them, but I, was I know. I to ask you for names, Sayo. I was going to ask you for names. I look at our 100 meter field in men's events and in women's events. Many of them are outside Nigeria. Yeah. So, which of the Nigerian based athletes are actually doing these numbers that those guys, those people are doing outside Nigeria? Uh, we had, we had um, Shane, what's his, um, Shane well, um, what's his name? That The current, uh, the former. 100 meters runner here in Nigeria. I think he did a 10 in the 100 meters here in Nigeria. So if you have, if Sean can go outside to US and stay maybe one year, two years, he will also be able to do a, a nine. Do you know how old Obulewe is? Do you know how old Obulewe is? He's one of Would you be placing Obulewe's performance alongside those of Younger athletes, come on! Just because they run in Nigeria, come on, Bisayo, come on! No, no, no! You don't get what I'm saying. You don't. Blessing seems not to understand what I'm saying. For example, okay, leave leave the age away. Leave the uh, fact that he's in he's based in Nigeria. For example, now um, there are younger Nigerians outside in the US that soon are not running the time shown run from a couple of months ago. That's what I'm trying to say even despite its age. So if we have a, a, a meet of um, having such person in Nigeria that can run at that time, why not put him ahead of somebody who is not doing well in that time? That's I, my basic line of this conversation. Sorry, sorry, sorry to cut in. I, of course, I do understand your line of conversation. It, would, it wouldn't even make any sense for us to bring somebody who does not even run the time of a Nigerian in Nigeria uh, to come in to replace yeah. a, Nigeria, a, a Nigerian in Nigeria. It doesn't... It, 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 it but uh, what, what, what I'm trying to say here is this. In, in two seconds, what I'm trying to say here is this. Do you think the AFN, as it were, do they have a structure? Do they have a map? In your, you're in Abuja. You probably see their day-to-day activities. Do you think they have a structure for Nigeria to say, okay, this is what we want to do? Or are they just also copying the, the, the Nigerian uh, football model where we come back, we go back, and then we rely on... As somebody who has been trained by the United States of America. That's that's my own question right now. Uh, Mary, I think um, the current board of the Nigerian Athletics Federation are doing uh, so much into making sure that um, they have a class of training. Every morning I go down, If at least uh, by the time we've done with this podcast, I'm done, I'll be going to the stadium to see uh, the Super Eagles uh, B play and where the national training team. Uh, they come out to train. The technical director... Are we saying that's AFN, yes? Are we talking the, about... The, the AFN. AFN, the AFN. I'm talking about the AFN. I said, the, the, where the um, Chinese Eagles will be training, will be playing their match against the United. You see, there are some athletes come to train. They are always in camp. They are always trying to check on where they eat, what they eat, um, their training routine. It goes around to see the athletes. And that is okay, what the, the first foundation. <laughs> they might not be money to organize. <laughs> they might not be money to organize <laughs> uh, beats for them. But the basic of... Yeah. I understand. 
I, I, I accept. I, I do. I do accept what you're saying. But um, I think Rotimi has a, a contrary opinion. Um, Rotimi, can we have you? No, I was just laughing. Good morning. Why? <laughs> I was listening to Musaya and I was like, ah, this is Nigeria or elsewhere. <laughs> this thing I think. But, I mean, yeah, so I, I listened to what Blessing said. Um, I mean, points are being made. The truth is there's nothing the AFN is doing. If you are if you are closer to the AFN chiefs, uh, yes, if you talk to them, probably have interviews and all of that, they mm. tell you this is our these are our plans, this is what we what we intend to do, blah, 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 and, and all that. But um you, the the way where you start to worry is how they get to execute some of these plans that they have maybe in their books or in their heads. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty close to some of the chiefs, uh, the Ogbas, the Okoas. And when I mean close, I mean I get to interact with them probably, you know, on on a on a regular and and to get some athlete athletics plan in Nigeria. And the plan here is the only, for instance, the only high performance performance center we have in Nigeria is in Portacot. When we uh, had that thing or when it was opened, everybody was excited. But how well did the AFN take advantage of that performance center? I don't think that performance has any high tag attached to it now, you know, because, I mean, it's probably gone for another use and all that. So if you look at the entire country, there's really nowhere to to, to get these athletes prepped up for, uh, for, their, for, the, for their careers, for their major professional um, assignments, as it were. So... I mean, like uh, Blessing mentioned as well, uh, the strategy is to get them to go abroad and make use of the facilities that could help them improve because we don't have it here, and that's the truth. So if we go to the package B um, center of Abuja or go to anywhere at the Abuja center, what are you training with? Is it just about running around and trying to clock yourself? No, there's a whole lot of things that go into, uh, you know, trying to, trying to, come out as a professional or trying to improve as it were. So we don't have that. The truth is we don't have that in Nigeria. If you ask any of these AFN or guys or any of these sporting or guys, that's even the AFN. If you ask any of them, oh, what this federal government should do is to create an enabling environment, which the federal government had failed to do, you know, at the sports ministry level and all of that. If we have an enabling environment, then you can now start to point at these federations and like, why are you not taking advantage of all this? But we don't have any of that. So the template is very clear. Get athletes abroad. Let them take it of facilities. The ones we can convince to work for us, let them work for us. The ones that we can't convince, we'll leave them. Why? Because the, the bottom line is, even if you have athletes right here in Nigeria, you know, you are nurturing them. The end game or the end goal is still to somehow get them abroad. And that's what we've been running. So I don't think there's any... They, they might have... I mean, to be, to be fair, they might have conscious plans on paper, in their heads and all of that. But we don't have that enabling structure here in Nigeria to even affect... Um, uh, to make all of those plans come to reality. That's the yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ruthie, for that uh, submission. I think we have just about 14 minutes left. 
And so I would be wanting us to just round up everything we have been saying so far. And I, I think my last question now, we've been talking about the Commonwealth Games. Yes, Nigeria has been, we, we had a good turnout, if you want to call it that, at the Commonwealth Games. Uh, but I want us to, you know, end all of this by talking about the sports ministry. Now, after we had you know, the, the Commonwealth Games came and went and then there were a lot of conversations. People said it's come over, the sports ministry has been fantastic. Some people say, oh, the sports ministry did not do enough. There were lots of here and there talking about kids, uh, how uh, we had to hear, you know, on international media that Nigeria as contingent had to go to uh, some local manufacturer to get them kits. Uh, just uh, before us, before uh, the competition started, all of this. Now the question is, how has the sports ministry fared? And I want everybody to have uh, a, a say in this conversation. So, please, guys, are going to be time conscious. It's just um, two minutes to have this conversation, and I'm going to start with right. two minutes, just two minutes, Busayo. Uh, well, for the Ministry of Youth and Sport Development, I think um, if I read them. Um, I'll give them a 70 or 80, let me say 80, uh, because um, proper planning prevents poor performances. Uh, though they have little funds for all the federations, but at least the minister showed that um, they want to see the athletes do better. They want them to win medals and they play their own part, giving them at least special training camps and then rewarding them as early. This one that, okay, after you win, you have to come back to Nigeria to wait for your money and to wait for every other thing. No, it's instant payment for the athletes. And even when other athletes saw that, guys, if I get this, if I'm winning this medal, I'm getting my money, at least maybe that will afford the athletes to also do well at the Commonwealth Games. So with that, I think um, Sunday Daria and his um, management are from the Ministry of and Sport Development, I give them a 70. Okay, lesson, your thoughts. Uh, for me, I may not be entirely generous to a cemetery like Sarah's um, <laughs> son. <laughs> um, the reason is because I, I, I mean, the of all of the issues that have split the ASN, I thought uh, the ministry had a huge part to play in all of that. Uh, you know, the power social and care. Uh, but for the sake of the adopt a national initiative, which I thought was a very, very good one. I just hope that that can be continued and uh, the private sectors, the private companies who have adopted at least can be made to actually do fulfill their wishes or, you know, their pledges rather to all of these artists. And based on the trend of that, I think I'll say it's a percent for me. Okay. Uh, we have Kuti here joining us. Um, Kuti, what, what, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, good morning. Uh, well, my thoughts are, uh, even without the minister or the ministry, uh, Nigerian athletes will have done well because most of the athletes are already in their prime. Most of these athletes have been competing for the past uh, 10, 12 years. So I think they are, they've already hit their mark. In the next Olympics, uh, in the next Commonwealth, you're expecting better performance because uh, if you look at uh, the wrestling athletes, they've been competing since 2010 uh, Commonwealth Games. When you look at uh, the athletics uh, athletes, they've been competing since uh, 2013. So most of them have hit their mark already. By the time the next uh, minister or anybody comes, uh, the athletes will even do more better. So uh, when it's under the, this current minister, the athletes are doing fine. We give it to him. But I can assure you that in the next, uh, maybe in the coming African Games and Commonwealth Games, you'll see better uh, performances from these athletes. Five 
Okay. Um, well, I don't know if I just call this board ministry. Uh, I honestly do not know. But just like Kuchi mentioned, some of these athletes have been are probably in their prime and you know, like we also said, most of them are based abroad, so they know what they want, they know how to get these results. Uh, I'll still keep to my word, create an enabling environment and then we'll probably get to see more wins in Nigerian sports. Uh, so, uh, concerning the Commonwealth, what did the sports ministry do? Uh, well, <clears throat> in terms of uh, kids and all that, you're supposed to sort that out at the federation level. So, six uh, major sports and then I think three power, 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 power events. Um, the Federation should have started all that. The only thing the sports ministry will probably hold you was to create a kit that does in Nigeria, you know, for the opening ceremony and closing ceremony. But every other kit thing is left for the Federation, federation to sort. If they don't have money, that's a different uh, conversation. So, um, <clears throat> I think it, it was fair, but I don't think I'm ready to reach the sports ministry as far as Kamala game is concerned. That's, that's very interesting. Well, we'll take it. <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I will know it's raining everywhere. Well, we take it like that. <laughs> uh, well, I've enjoyed every piece of contribution. And well, this question, the way you post, just uh, like the last uh, person said, uh, Mr. Ultimate said, me, I've been one of the greatest critics of the sport ministry anyway. So if you want me to start rating them, it's just like milking this achievement that they don't deserve to have because we have talented and athletes that are in their prime who will look back to two, three, four years they've been training and preparing for this kind of a thing to come on board. And the opportunity only meets the preparation. That is why we are successful. It's not because any sport ministry put anything in place or somebody somewhere putting a plan somewhere. Everywhere where there is park or zoo, I mean, normally, we went, the, the achievement went against the principles of life. Where you have a disarray room and things are not working, you don't expect such a thing to come on board. Principles of life, like I said. But we went behind that, and our talent shown at the global level. And we won. So scoring the ministry based on this is a no-no for me. I'm not scoring any ministry. They've not done anything, personally. The only thing I can give them was giving the power athlete their own platform for the power uh, games. Aside that, I don't think I have for that ministry. They aren't doing anything. They only need to start working now if I will give them an advice. Good morning. Thank you, Raymond. Um, Jennifer, uh, over to you. Well, uh, I don't know why people are just bashing and bashing, but um, like um, Mr. Ultimate and Raymond, I think it's more of the hard work of the athletes over a long period of time. Um, over 100, I'm going to give them half and say maybe 50 percent because yeah, already, they're already milking it. I've seen a lot of articles, a lot of praises for the ministry and the minister. Well, it's happened, so they can meet it and say yes. Highest number of medals happened during Monday Daily Regime. So that one is enough for them to meet. But overall, I don't think they really had much contribution to the success of the athletes at the Commonwealth. I, I, I think it's, it's a kind of warmth when we decide to go down that, you know, that path. 
where <laughs> we talk about people milking it because at the end of the day, those doing that job, yes, job in quotes, is our colleagues uh, as it were. But uh, guys, of course, talking about the Commonwealth Games, you know, all of the episodes we have had so far, it has been huge, it has been interesting. But before before we finally wrap things up, until the next Summer World Games anyways. <laughs> uh, first, I want to say a huge thank you to everybody, you know, for making time out, always being with us during every episode we have had of your Sports Member podcast for the Commonwealth Games series. And before I close the curtain, I just want to ask, you know, does anyone have any parting words they would like to leave, you know, on record so that next Summer World Games we can, you know, play this on and say, okay, this is what the first person said at last Summer World Games. Just, just raise your hand, two minutes. If we can have that, then everyone would say bye for this. Yeah. Do we have any? Okay. I guess not. Well, uh, time to wrap it up on uh, this. It, it, I'm really emotional, you know, having to say goodbye on the Commonwealth uh, Games uh, podcast uh, for your sports level. Okay, <laughs> blessing is giving us a clap. Thank you, blessing. Raymond said something, but I didn't. I didn't really get any <laughs> pounds. Okay, you got to send it. You got to send it. Ocha, very best. Ten pounds. Ten pounds. Simple. Where I put down ten pounds. You do not hear. I'll, no, I'll let me, my. Me, I'll let my producer. Roti, Roti. No, Roti, me, Mary. Thank you. Thank you, Kuti, finally, you know, being able to join us on the podcast. For those who also joined us at every episode of the podcast for Hanoi here today, I just want to say thank you. For me, he has a beautiful uh, experience doing this. And also a huge, huge thank you to my producer, Kevin uh, Oka, for always making time, uh, you know, to be here with us, for dotting the I's, crossing the T's, making sure we sound good uh, at the end of the day. really has been a huge pleasure. And now, until the next Commonwealth Games, or probably until Paris 2024, this is Mary Akin saying bye for now. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, this has a Thank you, people. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 o